Hubhopper Originals. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. a brand new episode on being miraculous if you love our show don't forget to like subscribe and leave a review so that these words can reach more people and inspire them to live life consciously how are all of you doing it is officially one year since being miraculous podcast was first launched and i'm so so very grateful for everything this platform has given me This episode is officially the first episode I launch into my second year of podcasting and I wanted to share something a bit more personal from my own reflections that taught me something very important about life. Today, we delve deeper into my journey of self-discovery. We're going to do a slightly different format. I'm going to be sharing my personal story first, which I've never revealed much before, followed by things which impacted me the most. and the life lesson then so let me begin with the story first i assure you that the wait will be worth it as all things self discovery we need to go back in time here too so we begin from my childhood when i look back at my childhood i feel like i had two very distinct lives one as a kid till about 8th or 9th grade and the one after if you'd met me before the 9th grade I used to be the chillest kid in town. I cared about nothing but having the most fun in life. A not so kind English teacher actually called me complacent in a PTA. I had no clue what that word meant then, but I knew from the way she said it, she wasn't really praising me. I still remember going back to check a dictionary. Yes, this was a time before Google had all the answers, just to go read what that word meant. And I remember still being puzzled. The meaning said showing uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements and i thought to myself what is so wrong about being satisfied with myself but i figured there was no point asking the question so i let it be but the thought always lingered what happened after 9th grade i can never pinpoint to one person incident or trigger at least not yet but then i suddenly decided to study i started reading my textbooks for the first time I started reading books beyond the textbooks around this age, Harry Potter, Agatha Christie, Nicholas Sparks, Nora Roberts, fantasy fiction, and what not. I read everything I could get my hands on, and it became an adventure with every book. I needed lesser people to actually talk to because the books gave me all the knowledge, adventure, and excitement I craved. I became quieter. barely expressed myself and started living more in my own head and soon people forgot the carefree shweta and i suddenly was the nerd or geek of every class 
for a person who's never been associated with these words all her life, the imposed identity suddenly took precedence. I felt like I was obligated to live up to these terms, cause if not them, I was nobody. And so I clung to these titles, took myself so seriously. But even then, I wasn't the most ambitious person. You'd think as the top rankers, I'd have the wish to conquer the world. But I really didn't. I finished my 12th and had only a list of things I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be a doctor, an engineer or a chartered accountant. I'm a 90s kid. These were our only options then. So then, I would do what every foolish teenager does. Pick a friend's dream and make it your own. And my good friend then wanted to go to the IIM. I had no idea what the IIMs were then. I know, inexcusable. But I said, okay, let's see what these IIMs have got. And we started investing all of our spare time in cat classes and preparations. And as with all of life and its ironies, I cracked XLRI while my friend had a bad round of luck and didn't pursue her MBA. And so I walked into an ultra-competitive MBA campus. A girl who was comfortably complacent, lived in her own cocoon, dropped in the campus filled with overachievers and students who've already tasted victory in their lives. My mind was reeling. The feeling of drowning is very real when the big fish in a small pond chumps into the ocean. I battle the worst of my insecurities and fears here. For the longest time, I believed there really must have been a mix-up in my scorecard. I used to think, surely I don't belong here. But then the magic started happening. I met amazing people from all walks of life, so successful, so confident, some so kind and genuine. I started making good friends and slowly settled in. But then came placements. Everyone around me knew where they wanted to go. I want to be a consultant, a marketing professional, an investment banker. And I was back to square one. The only thing I had learned from my past experiences was that this time around, I was not going to do something because my friends wanted that. So I said I had to make this call on my own. But how does one do that? By elimination, of course. I listed out everything I was sure I didn't want, which I can now clearly see as everything MBA candidates had an offer. But then the only option left out after ruling everything else was general management. And that's exactly what I did. Do you see how randomly the pieces in the puzzle happen? After Excel, here's where my next growth happened. I started experimenting, left, right and center. Small experiments to learn who I can trust and not. Who can keep secrets? How are people connected in corporate offices? Small mind games to entertain me. And learn the people around me. I also experimented with myself. Who would Shweta be if she wasn't this hard worker? Could I still achieve what I did by working less? I experimented with being Shweta who's not shy, Shweta who doesn't mince words, Shweta the manager, Shweta the indifferent. And each of these experiments helped me grow more than I could imagine. I was no longer that naive kid who landed up on the shores of Bombay waiting to be taken for a ride. I started to discern more, not just about people, but about myself too. I objectively understood what I was capable of and what I really wanted to do. But this was also a time of extreme confusion. So many existential questions to balance along with real-world responsibilities. 
leading a growing team answerable for performance, paying off educational loans, and amidst all of that, a simple question persistently going, Who am I? Is this what I should be doing? What do I want my life to stand for when I'm gone? I looked around and never found a good enough answer. I stayed with the questions and all that discomfort led me towards meditation. I've never been a person who can put another human being on a pedestal. I could always see very clearly the good things along with the not so good ones. And so no human, according to me, was worth imitating. And when it came to finding a meditation practice for myself, I was clear I was not going to be joining any cult. So I experimented again. I did several kinds of these meditations, art of living, kundalini meditation, movement meditation, walking meditation. I tried them all until I found that one thing that resonated with me and I started to practice it every day. And this was the third thing that changed my life. Meditation unearthed so many layers within me. It felt like someone finally cleared the fog that has hindered my visibility all my life. I spent time working through each of those inner child traumas the feeling of being abandoned, the feeling of needing to be perfect, the feeling of needing to always work to achieve success, the feeling of needing to mature sooner than before. I had run away my whole life from these questions and slowly mustered the courage to face them one at a time. I know I'm far from mastering this journey, but for the first time in my life, I started to become comfortable where I am. I started to feel comfortable in my being, in my doing, in my feeling. And that peace is priceless. I am a work in progress and will continue to be one. But this is my story till now. So now when I look back, I can clearly pinpoint three turning points in my life. One, when I started reading, a habit that changed my life forever. I got exposed to so much beyond my world of truth and reading became my crutch to deepen my understanding of this world. I read everything that came my way. The older the author or the setting of the book, better, because I got the privilege to see the world from an eyes of a whole new generation in the past. Two, when I started experimenting. This was an interesting phase in my life, one where I wanted to know more on all that I could be. Credits to this goes to my husband Shashwat who made me realize I didn't have to take myself so seriously all the time. I played the fool, I tried my hands at new things, I let down my guard and learned that I could be more than what I've done in the past. 3. When I started meditating I'm still a toddler on this journey but I can already feel that this is going to be a game changer. For so long I was seeking answers in the external world, I failed to realize that there's a whole world within. And this journey feels boundless. I can go deeper and deeper and will still come out just touching the surface. Meditation gave me peace like nothing else. And it put me at ease to go through life gracefully. I'm a learner still at this stage and I know there's miles to go. But I feel ready to plunge deep as I have to to live in my own truth and alignment. But the funny fact is, I never realized any of these three things were game-changing as I was doing them. 
It's only now when I look back at it that I'm able to connect the dots. And that is the biggest lesson I've learned. You never know how what you're doing will make a difference to your life in the future. Each of those things that I highlighted as turning points happened to me purely by chance. I was never a reader, an experimenter or a meditator. Each of them came about in my life unknowingly and I embraced it. I know a lot of people who claim they were born to do the work they do. But more often than not, it is just a series of serendipitous accidents connected retrospectively. So there is the life lesson to remember. You never know where your journey could take you. All you can do is embrace the present moment and keep exploring the depths of your inner true self as you cruise along. Keep doing things you love, things that make you feel alive and aligned to the very core of your being. And if it's not making sense right now, it is absolutely okay. Growth is messy, unpredictable and definitely not linear. Keep discovering, keep learning and keep growing. Nothing else matters. Like I always say, if you like what you're listening to, don't forget to like, share, comment, follow, subscribe, review us across all platforms so these words can reach a wider audience. Thank you once again and I hope all of you have a fabulous October. See you next time. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट